Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and free 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash bookgeeksunc. Over 180,000 titles to choose from from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. For you, the listeners of Book Geeks Uncompromised, Audible is offering a free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their other services. This week, I'm recommending Red Rising of the Red Rising Saga by Pierce Brown. The Reds are low-caste members of society that are forced to dig low underground on the planet of Mars, feeling that one day they're going to basically you know, save humanity and continue life. Unfortunately, Darrow finds out that they've actually been living on Mars for generations. Humanity has already thrived, and the story basically goes into him getting his revenge Kind of turns into Hunger Games-esque at one point later on, but bigger scale. To download your free audiobook today, don't forget to go to audibletrial.com slash bookgeeksunc. That's audibletrial.com slash bookgeeksunc. Welcome to Book Geeks Uncompromised. The entire series. I don't know what it was about this book. I just, I loved it so much. How do I know more about it than you do? And it's your number I'm one book. I'm bad with names, okay? Spoilers, <laughs> gosh. And we are ready for some reading. When in doubt, be lame. Everyone buckle up. <laughs> Welcome back to Book Geeks Uncompromised, where we make reading less solitary. This is episode 84. I'm Danny here with Greg. Hello. And this week we are going to be reviewing Kill the Farm Boy by Delilah S. Dawson and uh, Kevin Hearn. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. That's... It's it's different because we're, we're set up a little bit different now and I don't yeah. have the headphones on, so with, I'm so used to hearing myself. <laughs> with the changes that we're making to the gaming podcast, we're going to yeah. be doing a lot more live streaming. So we've like totally reorganized everything and it's not quite done yet so <laughs> it's, it's weird i'm not quite facing greg i right. don't have my headphones on i'm i'm not in my element right it's now it's like when we started the podcast the first time because i was way over in this corner and yeah. you're at your computer so it's, it's back when we're babies right way back <laughs> when Greg's we're sitting on not... a tall kitchen chair <laughs> my feet aren't even touching the ground yeah he's swinging his feet like a little kid yeah i'm not even touching the ground it's amazing <laughs> Oh man, that uh, see, it's interesting not being able to hear myself because yeah. I'm used to having that feedback. We should have all of our <laughs> yeah. setup reorganized by next week, but it's, it's fun. Just sort of a power through it. <laughs> it's fun to be inside where we don't have to worry about the AC or heat or yeah. any of that because it's yeah. been ridiculous here in Texas as around the country. I know right now. So yeah, I think it's what like God, it's supposed to get to like 110 today. Yeah, I there was somebody. And of course, I think it was in her car. Yeah. Um, that was uh, one of my friends from work. She was saying it was saying like 120 something in her car. In her car, yeah. But that was, yeah, it was probably reading inside the car. It's so. crazy. It is a little bit insane, but you know what's not crazy, what, or sometimes is crazy? San Diego Comic Con's going on right now. That is, I, I mean, I'm so sad. bucket list oh, life yeah. goals to go that, once. That's up there I mean, with it's gonna, E3, yeah. There are so many people there that <laughs> oh, I know yeah. that I would lose my mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I still need to go at least They're once. Punching somebody in the face at one point just for getting too close. Right, that I would, mean... Do you go? Do you expect anything else? <laughs> and like, all the all the Deadpool cosplays that be going on, oh, being yeah. ridiculous. There assholes. were a ton. A few years ago, we went to the Dallas Fan Expo, mm-hmm. and obviously, it is a lot yeah. smaller than the Comic-Con. San Diego Comic Con. Mm-hmm. But there were tons of Deadpool 
cosplays and it's in it was in the dallas convention center in downtown dallas and it's it's a big building yeah. right but there were so many people up on the second floor where all of the exhibit exhibits whatever the uh the vendors mm-hmm. all of the autograph signing everything right. was up there you could feel the ground shaking <laughs> on the second, it was terrifying jeez <laughs> That's yeah. That's I hadn't I hadn't been to a huge convention. I've been to RTX, uh, Rooster yeah. Teeth Expo, but I've never been in a room with fifty thousand people. <laughs> oh man, it was insane. That is that is crazy. I know there are some, but you said tour is at Comic Con right now. I or? think I'm pretty sure tour dot com. Yeah. At least is there. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think Orbit is too. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure. There's some books well, that's, there right now. That's, I know Comic-Con, I know, started out, when it first was originated, was focused on comic books mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Oh, but yeah, now, now it's, it's all pop culture. Now it's just pop culture, pop, nerd, pop culture, geek culture, yeah. TV shows, movies. There's been a lot of huge announcements that have gone oh, to Comic-Con yeah. all it, the time. Most of it is very all-encompassing. Oh, yeah, it's become it's become nerd culture. Yeah, I mean, so. even GameStop with their news website, GameSpot, mm-hmm. I mean, it's video games, but then there's also stuff about Marvel movies or, you mm-hmm. know, Stranger Things or yeah. whatever the n- most recently talked about yeah. TV show is whatever whatever movie big yeah. at the time yeah, yeah yeah um I was I was gonna go into there was something interesting or something I thought was pretty cool it started a couple weeks ago um, oh okay Jimmy Fallon uh, the host of the Tonight Show uh, actually started a book club um, that he was he was wanting to try to uh, he was actually trying to encourage people to get back into reading. Um, and he said he really hadn't seen anything big since, so like any kind of book club, any big one going on since Oprah Winfrey ended hers back in 2011, I think it said. Um, and interestingly enough, the first book was a YA fantasy, uh, children, uh, YA fantasy book called Children of Blood and Bone. Oh yeah, that one's been insanely popular this year. I have not read it yet. Uh, yeah, it was a debut offer, uh, a uh, debut novel by... Tommy Adeyemi. Adeyemi, yeah. Tony Adeyemi. It was fan voted, which is the cool thing is that uh, the Fallon show or the Tight show put out a small list of books and that was the one that was picked. I mean, I'm Uh, all for more book clubs and encouraging more people to read, but I think in his, oh, I haven't seen anything since Oprah Winfrey. Emma Watson's been running a book club for years. Yeah, she has. Obviously, it's not as big as Oprah's was. And and Emma Watson, I mean, while she was Hermione Granger, she doesn't have a going on TV show, which is what I think was with Oprah Winfrey, with Jimmy Fallon. It's, It's something he's connecting with them nightly, hopefully nightly about it. Um, but one crazy thing is, uh, I think is pretty cool, which makes sense for the size of his show. Um, but the book immediately went from Amazon sales ranks, went from number 103 to number two, almost overnight. Wow. Just insanely jumped up there. And, you know, the article here says, given Fallon's huge numbers, the attention is good news for the publishing industry as a whole. Um, especially given reports that Americans appear to be losing interest in reading as an activity. So see, just speaking of why, because I've speaking of why, because I've seen that book around mm-hmm. so much. Like yeah. it's it's been around the book Twitter and all around WordPress. <laughs> I think it's got a sequel out by now. Is thing I was reading. Does it? I think it's in the works, but that book just came out a few months ago. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah, Children not. of Blood and Bone just came out a few months ago. Do you have the cover there? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's do. like a red and white and black. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just yeah. came out a few months ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, okay, um, okay. I don't know. I keep seeing it, and it's like there's part of me that wants to read it. But I've learned my my experience this week. Actually, it happened with YA books. If I have any sort of expectations for them, yeah, I don't like it. But really? if I have like low, low, like <laughs> six feet below ground expectations, right? You're like you seem I tend to enjoy to be it. Pleasantly surprised. <laughs> and that's probably because it's probably because if you have expectations, you're going right. in expecting something. Going, all right, this book's going to change something. If you go and going, all right, it's going to be trash. You're actually like. 
This is more than I was thinking it was yeah, going to be. <laughs> and I think I'm going to write a review for it, but I read a book called Stalking Jack the Ripper this week. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it yeah. was one that, like, I'd seen it around, and, like, the synopsis is, I was the girl who loved the Ripper. So it's like, okay, that sounds like <laughs> some insta-love, just kind you know. <laughs> the He's a bad boy. I could change him. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I had no expectations for it, but then I started reading it, and I actually think I, I spoiled it for myself by reading the synopsis for the <laughs> second book. And I realized that it was something different, so, which I think that that synopsis was meant to be misleading and made meant to make you think that. Uh, but I was very happy that it was something that it turned out to be something else. <laughs> so, yeah. So now I'm like, I wasn't going to write a review for it because I, I don't want to write a disrespectful review for a book that I went into with no expectations. Right. But then, like, I actually enjoyed it so much that an hour after I finished the first one, I went to the store and bought the second one. So. Yeah, it's one of those guilty pleasure books. Like, you don't know, you know why what? you're reading it. I don't it, even but... feel that guilty about it. It's it's actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't say I've had a book like that that I've had, like, going in going, oh, I know I'm not going to, you know, this is going to be, eh. Um, and then came out enjoying it. If there's a book I've been like, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this, I get into it and I don't enjoy it, I'm not going to enjoy it. But, you know. Yeah. It happens sometimes. Yeah, I guess overall the whole thing, I think it's cool when celebrities or big names like that do push reading and do push yeah. books. And there are plenty that do. Jimmy Fallon's not the first. No. Um, but I do like that there's that push. I know. Using his name to, yeah, to get more to people. Yeah, to push that it. activity. Um, I dropped my phone and I'm in a high chair, so I'm not going to reach for it. I'm just going to say screw it. Um, but I do know that uh, they also said they were going to donate 3,000 copies of that book to, I want to say the charity was called First Book. Wow. Which is, um, I uh, I think it's I think it's uh, Children of Blood and Bone. Um because the article said uh, they're donating 3,000 copies of the book, so I'm assuming that means that book. Um, and it's an organization that is set for getting reading to younger younger kids, younger generations, and uh, also educational books okay. as well. So Okay. So at least they're doing some good. Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> Kudos to them. Yay. I am all for more people reading. Uh, okay. So, just because we were on Comic Con, I forgot to mention mm-hmm. there actually is going to be a new, I think, Black Panther spinoff about his sister Shuri. Oh yeah, I did see something about that. That's coming out. I'm excited I think for that. in October. I need to. I don't know if that movie's out on DVD yet. If I it think is, it is. Okay, I'm pretty I sure need it, is. it. I need it. That was yeah. Good you did. Movie. You need to make sure you get one with the digital codes. So <laughs> yeah, I can so you can get it. From you. <laughs> um, Shuri was was a really cool, really good character. As far as I know, she was original. For the movie. Oh, was she? I think so. I I'm pretty sure she is because I don't. I don't remember anything seeing about her being from the comics. I think she's an original character. Really? Um, which is some of the things I love about the the superhero TV shows and movies. Um, that the something like this happens where an original character for a TV show or movie gets their own comic book. Yeah. Because uh, Diggle from Arrowverse mm-hmm. from the Arrow, he was an original character. And then now in newer Arrow books that have come out, he's become one of the Arrow sidekicks and has been around him more often. Um, but she is a fantastic character, really yeah. cool, and that'd be really cool to see her own comic. Yeah, this, to see what she can do. The story, as we've gotten so far, it's uh, let's see. So T'Challa is lost in a mission in space, leaving Wakandans asking questions about who should lead in his absence. So since she's his sister, she takes over. She kind of takes over, but kind of unwillingly because she's. Her happy place is with her gadgets in mm-hmm. her lab. So right. she doesn't w- want to lead. She's natu- not naturally inclined to. Yeah. So it's, from what it sounds like, the story is very much about her having to choose between 
her own welfare or her country's welfare. Yeah, for sure. And they actually make a joke about it in the movie at one point because when uh, Black Panther is, you know, is he's you, they go through a process of people can challenge him for the throne when he's mm-hmm. first taking it. And she jokingly spouts off, I challenge him. And they all kind of <laughs> look at her. And she's like, sorry, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Not really. <laughs> that is pretty funny. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. She does. She does make a joke about challenging her brother for the throne. Um, well, apparently he gets lost. <laughs> and she well, wish dream to come true. Uh, that's come, you know, I, I won't spoil infinity war, but because of stuff that happens in infinity war, she may have to take over. Well, not gonna in the, no, no, yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm not even in the interim. Uh, we, we can discuss this off podcast because it's not book related. <laughs> but in the interim, maybe. Uh, okay. But I am excited that she's getting her own comic book. Great character getting getting a spotlight. I like it. Absolutely, I like it a lot. Uh, speaking of uh, movies and TVs and such, I did yeah. was reading an article about, and that's, it's not confirmed by Netflix, it's not confirmed by everyone, it's just fan speculation going on, um, that fans on Twitter have talked about remaking the Percy Jackson series uh, to Netflix. Um, basically, I think it's just, it's not a Netflix account, but it, I think the account's called Netflix Life, mm-hmm. uh, tweeted out basically saying, what do you guys think about, who would want to see Percy Jackson on Netflix? Who would want to see okay. it remade? Um, and so, like I said, I don't think that's a Netflix owned account. It's just okay. a fan account. Um, but a lot of people responded positively. A lot of people said that they would love, they do feel that the Percy Jackson movies need to be remade cause they were not done well. Um, and as a Percy Jackson fan, they were not, um, I literally brought the movie over to torture Danny after yeah. she read the first book. Cause I was like, you gotta see how bad this is. Thanks um, for cause for whatever reason I own it. <laughs> um, but it made me kind of think about it because I would love to see a remake of that. I, I kind of had the thought about should should movies or should movies of adaptations of books and stuff, some of our beloved, when they're not done right, when they're done wrong, should they be remade or should they be left alone? No, I mean, if you think you can do better, go for it. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't even say there's a limitation on how many times you can try to remake something. Just, yeah. I mean... Yeah, for sure. Creative juice is flowing, you know? For sure. Even if something is fantastic, because in 30, 50 years, I think there's a good chance Harry Potter will get remade. Oh, 100%. And I have no problems with that. Yeah. I'll probably be a crotchety old woman complaining (laughs) about back in my day. Back in my day, it was better. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I'm still going to watch it, and I'm still okay with it being done. Making reference to our friend Jeff will be the grumpy old readers. Yes. Yes. Um,. Uh, yeah, and for sure, and we've seen it done and actually be successful with an example of series unfortunate events. Right, the movie with Jim Carrey was not great. It would it had a lot of problems. Jim Carrey was fine, but it just wasn't right. Yeah, uh, and then they remade it for Netflix, and um, it's amazing, and it's fantastic with Neil yeah. Patrick Harris playing in it and all. And I, I apologize, I don't know the kids' names who play the three main characters, but the show is is a ton oh, times wonderful. better yeah it's really well done um so that gives me hopes that certain things can be redone you know such as i've always mentioned aragon anytime we talk about bad no, i mean whether it was poorly done the first time or excellently done the first time i would say that there's no cap on how many times you can remake it yeah. if it's done excellently yeah i would just if I'm putting my money into something, mm-hmm. that's not something I would choose. Yeah. Because if it's done excellently, then there's not going to be such a desire in the market to see it done again. Yeah. So you're not going to... Yeah. See, that's it, poorly invested l- Like money. you said with Harry Potter, right. it's going to be a long time. Yeah, because those yeah. movies are still doing fantastic. Eventually they're going to get remade because that's that's just how it is. Uh, things are, do get remade. I mean, eventually Marvel will probably get remade a long time down yeah. the line. 
Um, but again, those are doing so well, it's going to be a long time. Like now would be a really crappy time to do another Iron Man movie. Yes. That's <laughs> we're doing a young Tony Stark. It's like, yeah. wait a minute. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But some, something like Percy Jackson, like Aragon, um, like, and I'm sure I could go down a list of a whole bunch that yeah. could be that movie adaptations that were not done well. Yeah, if they were if they were to remake them now, as long as they were done better. Um, one thing I, I I have with them is I I feel and maybe maybe the authors don't want to. I feel a lot of those movies do better when the author has a lot of input. You think so? I do a lot. You know, you look at Harry Potter. J.K. Rowling did have yeah. a lot of input. Uh, Game of Thrones. George R. R. Martin was a writer for the show. He wrote the show. You go and look at a lot of those when the author has good input. I think I, I believe with Hunger Games, I believe the author there had a lot Suzanne of input. Collins. I think she had a lot of input as well that she helped write them. But you go to look at a, little, a lot of the ones that failed, like Percy Jackson, uh, Rick Riordan sold the rights, and then from then on said, "Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really want to mess with them." Uh, they sent me a script at one point, and I told them it was bad, but they ignored me, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, you look at that. You look at you look at a lot of those. Usually, the authors aren't involved. So, just speaking of reboots, mm-hmm. like as we're speaking yeah. about that, um, breaking news. Uh, yeah, breaking news. <laughs> Somebody just, or actually, it was Charlie. He messaged our group oh. that Buffy the Vampire Slayer is getting a reboot. I did see something about that. That I don't. Know. I don't know how I feel about. It. I, it's once again. I don't know if it's been enough time. Like those. That, that TV I show has. is still pretty iconic. It's I still don't iconic. know if you can replace Sarah Michelle Gellar yet. Yeah, that's going to be hard. It, I mean, she just is Buffy. I guess my only question to that is Joss Whedon still handling it. I don't it. know. I'm looking for the story, but I'm, oh, I'm not okay. finding it. I'll have yeah. to find more, and we will check back in with that now. Oh, oh no, sure. there it is. We'll, yep. <laughs> so, There's Buffy comic books. Uh, this confirmed counts. with Joss Whedon. Wow. Interesting. Okay. If Yeah, that was, that was, that was a show from our childhood. That was... I remember watching the finale of that show. I remember how watching how that show ended. Uh, okay, so they've hired a writer for the show. <laughs> <laughs> he was in. And he one was... of his most recent is the Uncharted fan film. Okay, we'll yeah, have to yeah. check back on that in the Yeah, we'll have to look, back that, look at that later. <laughs> Breaking news on a pre-recorded podcast. Woohoo! <laughs> um, so yeah, I like I said, I feel like a lot of them do better if the author's involved. Of course, authors may not That's, want to I be. Mean, yeah, they may not want to. They may have no interest, but generally that's that's how i see it go all right um i don't have anything else to add to that so i guess i had more news stories than you what is going on a news story and a discussion topic close enough yeah you get the witness 84 episodes i get one point (laughs) one point So we will move on to our review of Kill the Farm Boy by Delilah S. Dawson and Kevin Hearn. Yes. Uh, Let's see again. Spoiler free as always. As always. Here is the synopsis. Once upon a time in a faraway kingdom, a hero, the chosen one, was born. And so begins every fairy tale ever told. This is not that fairy tale. There is a chosen one, but he is unlike any one who has ever been chosen. And there is a faraway kingdom, but you have never been to a magical world quite like the land of Pell. There, a plucky farm boy will find more than he's bargained for on his quest to awaken the sleeping princess in her cursed tower. The space balls of fantasy books. Basically. Yeah, it's satire. There's so many comparisons to make with it because it it, it is satire. So it's it's like many other things. It's Mm. a humor-based, humor-driven story. 
making fun of tropes in, <laughs> in epic fantasy. Yeah, which it does well. It is it is definitely... Uh, it does. It does punch <laughs> a lot of tropes right on the nose. <laughs> like, lots of black eyes. Tons. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, and it's... And, I mean, interesting in the way that it's... It goes at it a different way... <sighs> See, I, ah, sorry, trying to wrap my brain around it. We're, we're going to get words together. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what What I mean is, is while this book is, it goes on making fun of the tropes, and it goes on about making the, you know, the tropes fun of the tropes of fantasy. It does it in kind of a different light than I've seen before. Okay. I don't know because while it's tackling some of the same old stuff, I don't know. It's kind of making fun of it in a new way you don't see. Very yeah, often. I mean, you have ep- you have little episodes, I guess, quote unquote, because it's I mean, it's chapters, it's one yeah. book. But you know, where you visit the elves in their forest, you know, there there's a troll, there's giant, there's <laughs> witches, and a dark lord. So it's like there's all of these little visits that mm-hmm. the chosen one or the the mm-hmm. prophesized hero will make on their journey, right? But made in a more ridiculous light. Yeah. That kind of says, hey, that that's pretty stupid. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, we're going to see these dangerous trolls, and they're not exactly what you think they're going to be. Yeah. So, it, it, <laughs> it, it's it's ridiculous, and um, I think I think we both agree that the ridiculous goes on a little too long. Yeah, and we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll dive more into that. that. Yeah. There's, honestly, this is a weird book to review, yeah. because it it's kind of unlike other books that we've <laughs> reviewed on yeah. here before. Right. In that it's not really a serious book. No. Um, it's not at all, actually. So, so with, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want to say, like, the the authors didn't take the book seriously. They did. Just that it's, it's a ridiculous it's book. It's material. Intentionally ridiculous. It's material doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Right. It's it's not that the authors didn't care. Right. They did. They did. They, they put and a lot of work into it. Probably but. the best thing that I can say for it is yeah. they obviously had had a ton of fun. <laughs> I'm sure they did. They quite they obviously. They probably giggled their asses oh, off in the writing room. <laughs> so many giggles. So many giggles. <laughs> what if we did this? What if we did this? Uh, is Do that it. too ridiculous? No. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> is there such a thing? <laughs> is there such a thing for this book? Yeah. <laughs> So the the world building yeah. is it's the world of Pell. Mm-hmm. That's kind of all the world building you get because it's meant to emulate yeah every other every fantasy fantasy world. world ever. It's you know you've got the little village and there's the castles and the towers and the elves and their forest and it yeah it is a generic fantasy world but obvious. I mean I think it's very obvious that that's what it was meant to. That's be. What, it's exactly what it was aimed at and meant yeah. to be and yeah. The world itself didn't need to be something wholly new because they're not making fun of something wholly new. They're making fun yeah. of very long-standing issues and tropes within the genre. Almost, almost kind of like they've they've each new area was a different trope, a different thing, and so it was its own little puzzle piece clicking together. It's all these right. different pulls from fantasy uh, that right. they click together. So yeah, there there isn't a world building. You get each area described as you go into it. Uh-huh. And it's just as utterly ridiculous as the last. But <laughs> <laughs> they're all their own little segments, their own little parts. Uh, I guess story-wise, and I, I wrote this down in my notes, and he <laughs> thought it was perfect, but I'm like, it's an epic adventure with lots of penis jokes. It is. That that's, is That's perfect. <laughs> that, that's really what this book is, in, in one sentence. It's, um, it's utter ridiculousness. <laughs> that's, I think I don't know how many times I'm going to use utter ridiculousness. But, utter, utter ridiculousness. But again, it's, it's, it's the way that it was meant to be written it was it was it was the point <laughs> yeah it was the point i will say that you know how we say there's lots of penis jokes yes it got a little, a little repetitive too much. yeah and it 
I'm not offended by any penis jokes. No. Make all the penis jokes you want. <laughs> but if you want me to continue laughing at them, maybe limit them. S- limit them. <laughs> Switch up with other kind of jokes. Go with boob jokes. Just something. But Come on. I don't remember a boob joke. I don't think there was. Other than Fia's. Fia's outfit. Bikini which chain is mail. Bikini chain mail, which yeah. Which was, you know, another thing making fun of. Yeah. Don't, that wasn't really a boob joke. That yeah, was more. That wasn't a boob. That was a female um, it was it was poking at sexism fe- within fantasy. Female, yeah, the female f- in video games too. Because yeah. you go and look at it, if for those of you who, if you don't play video games very much, what are you doing? No, um, there's been plenty of especially older fantasy games where a female character will be wearing will be wearing super high, strong, top level armor, and it barely covers anything. It yeah. looks like a bikini. Yeah, it's just, it's barely nothing, and it's like how Thanks, Leia. How is you said the fashion? <laughs> how is that protective? I don't. <laughs> yeah, I like like at one point she upgrades. She used to upgrade her armor, mm-hmm. so it's not strictly a bikini. Uh-huh. It it covers a little bit more. But I forget what character's point of view, uh-huh. but it's like there's. A, whole, a heart-shaped hole right over her chest like that, what is that or right over her heart right right it's like what is what is that actually accomplishing <laughs> that, that seems like a serious design flaw it's like all right your belly button's covered up now good <laughs> yeah, okay. we got that you went, you went from uh bikini bottoms to like shorts right <laughs> <laughs> it's not even just shorts it's short shorts with Baby like daisy shorts. dukes yes Oh man, and that's and that's definitely been a a popular complaint and criticism right. of especially older fantasy, uh, both books and video games. So, no, ab- absolutely, I have zero issues with any of their jokes individually. Yeah, it was just the continuation on of them, like things that were funny at first mm-hmm. were like okay, yeah. like um, we I guess we, now's a good time to go into yeah, characters we can go like into, uh, yeah. Gustav. Was a talking goat. Yes. Um, who wanted to eat he acts everything. Like, yeah, he wants to eat everything that's not actually food. And he poops all the time. <laughs> I mean, every that's, scene that's it. that he's in, like, those two things will happen. There's no character development. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> he's meant I would argue that Gustav has some of the most character development <laughs> of all is, the characters. Yes, the, ta- the eating and pooping goat <laughs> has the most character development. <laughs> wow. Huh. Yep. Huh. Um, I can, I can say I started listening to this on an audiobook and then I had to switch to reading, um, because I don't, bl- I don't, I don't want to say I blame the narrator or anything, but the voices for the narrator got annoying. Oh, okay. And, and I think it's because... I remember you talked about Gustav's voice. Was his the only one that bothered you? Um, his was the most that stood out because he was very much talking like this the whole time. Oh, gosh. And he was, yeah, he was very... I mean, in he was all a honesty, goat. how do you voice a goat? Exactly. Um, but it just, it, <laughs> it just got ridiculous. It got annoying because it was just constant. I don't know. All the different voices yeah. got really, really annoying. And I, and maybe the narrator was like, well, this book's goofy and, anno- you know, goofy, not goofy and annoying, but this book's goofy, goofy. So yeah. maybe I'll do the same. And I just like, nope, I got to switch to the book. Cause otherwise I'm going to hate, uh, this, <laughs> I'm going to hate this, this book quick. Right. Um, so yeah, Gustav was yeah. It's, Gustav was extra annoying. At the Gustav beginning. was extra annoying, and just I'm just talking about the repetitiveness of it. Because yeah. then there was the Dark Lord Toby <laughs> who needed every, cheese and crackers. Yeah, cheese and crackers was every time he was what, mentioned was, what was some obsession with cheese. What was that big first line? You messaged me and went, "Oh my god, this oh, is funny." Well, it was, I am I am the Dark Lord Toby, and I will have cheese. Or something and like I that. it was all caps. Yeah, it was all caps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess it's because he couldn't it find some. It was funny at 
at first. And then after the fourth chapter, you're like, all right, well, and cheese and crackers, got and it. And then there's Poltro the Rogue. Yeah. Who, terrified of chickens. Terrified of chickens. Trips <laughs> over pebbles. Like, yeah. it's really funny at first. Yeah. But then you, when every time they go somewhere new, is there chickens? Is there Are there chickens, chickens there? <laughs> there's one thing you should know about this character. Does he like chickens? Does, does he breed chickens? Yeah, and it, that's it's 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 obviously becoming what we didn't like about the book, and yeah. that it was re- it it was long, it was too long. It was too long without enough variation in jokes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It didn't. It was it, the same joke told over and over in a different over area, again. in a different situation, but the same. Every joke. Every scene had this had the same formula almost of Poltro's an idiot who's afraid of chickens. Yeah. Gustav's gonna poop on something out of fear. <laughs> right. Toby wants cheese, and he's gonna be upset when somebody threatens his cheese. It's funny, it, uh, and I just thought of a meme that came from that show, How I Met Your Mother. The that's a penis, you know, <laughs> meme, and that's that's another thing. <laughs> Look, almost every chapter was that's a penis. <laughs> that's I, I do pretty say, much what I it think was. The further on the book went, the penis jokes went down. They went down a little bit. <laughs> they slowly went down. They, they slowly <laughs> deflated. <Right. laughs> now we're doing oh, it. Um, it's too easy. That's why they did it. It's <laughs> that's just probably too easy. why. <laughs> okay, um, no, but they became less in quantity. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and, and the best way I can, the, Danny just literally smacked her forehead, literally facepalm because you giggled. Yep, because uh, I was gonna make a terrible joke. Anyway, um, the best way I can describe my problem with this book is satire movies, uh, like Spaceballs, like Riding of uh, Blazing Saddles. Um, I notice I'm mentioning all. Uh, I'm gonna reference Gallivant too. Gallivant, yeah. I think it. I think it's closer the, to Gallivant than like anything else. Yeah. The the biggest thing with those is I can watch those. You know, if it's a movie, hour, hour and a half, bam, I'm done. Right. The audiobook is 12 hours long, and the book I think is roughly 400, 400 pages. I read it on ebooks. So I'm not sure of the page okay. count. But 12 but hours audio, yeah, 350 to 400. That sounds about right. That's long. That is that's really a lot long for a, for a book based on humor. And that's I seem to have this this issue mm-hmm. ongoing with books mm-hmm. whose main draw is supposed to be the comedy yeah and that's it's hilarious at first mm-hmm. and then it teeters off not yeah because com- comedy is is great with a book it's it's fun but if you're going to make a long serious novel and i keep saying long 300 pages isn't huge but if you're going to make this longer story driven mm-hmm. narrative uh, humor can't be the only thing holding it up. It's got to have more to it. I forget where it. I read it. But I've read somewhere that the, the key to humor is surprise. Yes. So when it's the same joke told every five pages, really like good. it's not surprising anymore. That's really like, good. I like yeah, that. I hadn't heard that. Yeah. I forget where I, I heard it forever ago. Yeah. Just just say you you said it. Yeah. I, yeah there, there you go. go. There you go. There you go. Because I'm such a funny person. Right. <laughs> Obviously, I'm the expert. There you go. Um, yeah. No, it's it's definitely like, that's a great way to put it. Is there are no surprises yeah. later on in it? There aren't any. Uh, there's just nothing grabbing you later on in the book. You're like, we've heard all this. We've heard all. We've heard yeah. all this. It's. It's still doing the same thing where it's making fun of tropes and making fun of the story setup of the epic fantasy where they yeah. go from point A to point B to point C to point D, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. to do one thing, and then that makes them have to go to do this other thing, and then they have to go through the forest of evil to get to Mount Doom yeah. or whatever. You know, Yeah, it, wherever it, they may be going to. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing over and over again. So it's like over halfway through the book, you're like, okay, I... I, I got it. it. I get it. <laughs> it's it's not funny anymore. Yeah. All right, let's go. I mean, there are some things at the end that 
are kind of interesting. There's guess, yeah, there's kind of a twist ending, but kind of yeah. But at the same time, it's I think because you've been sludging through the rest of the book, going all right, these jokes aren't funny anymore. I've got it. That by that point you're like okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're very much just okay by the yeah. end. So. And one thing I guess I, I do kind of worry about is I see, like, on especially like on Goodreads and such, it says that it's number one of the Tales of Pell. There is a second book planned, but yeah. there's no information on it. Yeah. Uh, no Country for Old Gnomes. <laughs> um, I'll be totally honest. I'm not going to read it. I might see. It just depends. And maybe maybe they take away from this book because there is a lot of reader view back and reviewers that have said the book's too long. There's too much to it. Maybe it, it would have been better as like a novella. Honestly. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, maybe five, ten chapters. Yeah, I'd um, say max two hundred pages. Yeah, yeah, just just pages. a nice short little story. Yeah, that it would have been perfectly fine. But yeah, after a while, it became a all right, something new, please. You know, yeah, had a really has a really good style to it. There I do were like, a couple of lines even yeah. after that point where I'm like, okay, that's that's pretty funny. It's funny, yeah. But it wasn't a penis joke. <laughs> <laughs> it was bogged down by by the other jokes. It was still kind of potty humor. Yeah, it was still kind of potty humor. Yeah, but and 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 we don't expect any more. Uh, <laughs> 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 I mean, that's the book we're going into. You know what? It's yeah, no, be. I knew exactly. But what yeah, yeah. Into. But when when it's the same joke over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. You eventually just go. I'm done. Exactly. Yeah. There's really not a whole lot to be Mm-mm. said about no. it. Without I mean, diving are there, into too much. Can you think of any other tropes that it tackled? I mean, that there's... was done in interesting ways. I, I'd want to say, where was it? I liked how, in the acknowledgments, the authors um, put it. What basically their point going into it was, uh, it was during that discussion that we thought it was high time someone killed the farm boy. And by that, we meant it was time to make fun of white male power fantasies, the formula for which almost always involves some kid in a rural area rising to power in the empire after he loses his parents, usually because somebody comes along and tells him not to worry. He's special. Yeah, there's at least like four books I can think off the top of my head that are that, yeah, are that way. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's like the core the core, core trope yeah thing behind it which is which is great which is which is perfectly good thing to show i definitely love to get more variety in my fantasy books yeah um but again cut it off at some point yeah <laughs> it, it was it was one of those jokes that went on too long as well yeah. it was you were a comedian on the stage too long i think the the book turned out exactly as it was meant 100%. to it had exactly the the attitude the atmosphere um the feeling, all of the, the elements about characters. it were yeah. fantastic. Yeah. It was just too long. Yep. Just got to cut it off at some point. Yeah. <laughs> and tell your narrator just to read the book. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't. Don't. Don't try to do 50 funny voices. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what narrators are supposed to do. They're supposed yeah. to be able to win- make it so that when you're listening to it, you can distinguish between. But it, at least if the they're going to do it that way, do it more like the Themis Files and those other books where they had multiple actors. Yeah. Because it was just the same, I don't know, it was just the same guy. Yeah, yeah. that one character, it sounds like, is was the main problem, which happens every now and then. It does, it does. It you get you get it's, a Star Wars Thrawn book. A Star Wars Thrawn or what, The Prince of Thorns. Yeah. I think I hated it, well, no, I liked it more when I was reading it. Yeah. Because the narrator had, um, he, he took Jorg's, like, not yeah. pretentiousness, but his high and mightiness is I'm so much better than you mm-hmm, to traits a, to a different level yeah. that I 
was able to ignore when I was reading it. Well, it's kind of, it, yeah, I mean, that kind of goes into with Kings of the Wild with Moog for you. Because I know I, yeah. you, it felt totally different for you reading yeah. versus listening. That Moog was a different character. So mm-hmm. it's interesting that that narrators can do that. Yep. So this one, it was just, you know, yeah. some characters were good, but some not so much. Yep. It happens sometimes. It does. But overall, uh, definitely fun. It was a fun book. Um, I'm not going to say don't read it. Yeah. Um. But at the same because time, it, it, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not at all sorry that I read it. I don't yeah. feel like I wasted my time reading it. No. I just was less than impressed, I guess. Yeah, if, if you or are not, I'm even go- less than impressed. I, was, I just... We've said it so many times. <laughs> I, it got it got boring. Utterly ridiculous. Utter utter ridiculousness. Utter ridiculousness. Yeah. So if if, if you are going to read it, just know going in. Yeah. You know, you, I mean, you know going in. Since you've listened to us, say it fifty times. It's gonna get to a point. where yeah. You know what's gonna happen. And but gonna you'll enjoy happen. you'll enjoy some of it. It is yeah. definitely funny. And I hope I hope with the next book, I hope they do take that criticism and they do shorten the book at least, and then. If, or shorten it, or at least refresh it with new jokes as you go along, because you gotta keep you gotta keep I'll us a reason to, to keep them back. Tropes. Yeah, make yeah. See, that'll be interesting because I don't know what other tropes can be, but I'm right. sure I'm, I don't. It's gonna know. it's gonna be. I'm gonna bring up Gallivant again. It's gonna be like I didn't like the second season of Gallivant because yeah. it it was the same. It same. was the ridiculousness from the first one taken to a deeper, another level, yeah. a slightly more ridiculous level that yeah. felt a little bit more shallow. And with with that sh- with that show, the second season, I know there's at least one or two songs off the top of my head I know didn't need to be there. Yeah. Um. So they could have shortened it by an episode or so. Yeah. And yeah, that that may have been why the show's not in for season three. No, don't get me wrong. I loved the yeah. first season. Yeah, first season's so great. The uh, It's a New Season song at the beginning of the second season is it's great. fantastic. <laughs> Three Pirates okay, Walked the Plank. We're going way Sorry. off topic. Yes, we are. <laughs> read the book. We talked about it. Tell we, yes. Tell, <laughs> if you read it, tell us what you think. Yeah, I mean, let us know. If you loved it, if you hated it, if you felt exactly the same as us, absolutely let us know. We want to talk to everybody about yeah about, about, about books, books in general. This we book like or books. Any books. We like books. So next week we are going to be reading one of us. One of us by Craig DeLuey. DeLuey. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one. I've seen it described or compared a lot to um, the girl with all the gifts. Mm. It's that was a good something one. Something else. I forget what it was. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a zombie story. Right. Um, but I, I am very much looking forward to reading it. This one is about zombies. No, I oh. don't think it's zombies. Oh, okay. What did I say? You said you you don't think it's a zombie story, so that's why I was thinking. Never mind. Oh, don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no no zombies as no zombies. far as I understand. But it it's gotten really good reviews so far. Um I think it like takes place in like the nineteen eighties US. Hmm. Nice. But yeah, no, we Racism. will look that one up, read it with us if you yeah. want. That's what's stuff. gonna be coming out. Our next own, week. We have our own book club going yes. on. Jimmy Fallon would be we'll to our influence <laughs> to make people read even though they probably found our podcast because they already really like reading. Thanks, but. Mom. <laughs> okay. You know what? We're, we, we can do this, too. We're, we we're going up against Jimmy We're Fallon. doing it. We're, doing we're taking it. him down. We're, do, we're taking him down. We're getting our own show on, it, on NBC. Is he NBC or CBS? I don't know. I don't know what I think he's, he's CBS. On. I don't know. Anyways, oh, well. Okay. We're coming Everybody for you. Everybody have a fantastic week. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Facebook at Two Book Geeks. 
Twitter at BookGeeksUNC, Instagram, Instagram at BookGeeksUncompromised, and we have our Facebook group, BookGeeksUncompromised Good group. stuff, where we get to chat and talk with you. Don't forget, audibletrial.com slash BookGeeksUNC. You can try out a free trial of Audible. Uh, get a free book with that as well. Maybe you'd want to, well, I just didn't recommend the, the audiobook for But there uh, are Killer tons Farmer, of but other books that you... there are a great, yeah. great number of fantastic books, like The Themis Files, um, like Gemini, uh, not Gemini, was that called Gemini? Gemini? Gemini. The, yeah. The trilogy. What yeah, was it called? Yeah, yeah, Illuminate. Illuminate. Thank you. The Illuminate Files was another really good audiobook. Um, but yeah, go check that out for your free 30 days and free book. That'll work. All right. That's All right. us. Everybody have a wonderful week. We'll catch you next time. Later with headphones. <laughs>